リンクスタート先輩先輩キツライダイオディズリスコミラビンオンハダイシステイウェットホーシャディソコワイエウェダイフォーハーライデンワチンタイオーデンタイウェッ What up, weaves? And welcome into another riveting edition of the Anime Senpai Podcast. It is without a doubt and an honor to be not only live with you guys on Twitch and TikTok every single Sunday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, it is a privilege to sit down and talk about the thing we love the most, which is anime shibachery. <laughs> we love to have a fresh hibachi cook grill of some of the best anime shows, some of the best anime takes and news at times if it pops up as I'm live, and above all else, having fun, putting my authentic personality and all of my energy to you. Because if you guys spend a single second watching this show, not only is it going to be reciprocated with love and energy and passion, but you guys are slowly going to start to remember what it means to be Entertained because I promise you, within the wide world we're in right now, there are so many people doing things to do things, and it shouldn't be that way. We should be people who chase our passions, who fully, and I mean completely fully, dive into every single thing we love, and above all else, enjoy the simplicity of just being present, which is why. I make sure you know that you're loved. So take all of my positivity, my love, and exceptional goodness because no matter what life has to offer you, enjoy the now. Make the best of every situation. Your perspective is reality in contrast and comparison to the world you live in. So why not make it the best you possibly can? <laughs> and it's an absolute honor to be here with everybody. So thank you for joining me live. Thank you for being here. I have had an actual pretty crazy week that I actually had to write it all down. What I recently did is I've had a lot of car issues, right? So, no shade to any prominent company. I will not throw names out there. You guys can say whatever you want. I will not drop dime. I am not Takashi69. I will not put game on anybody's name, Subaru. I will never come out here and sit down and maliciously talk on another company's. Subaru for the things that they have maybe incorrectly done or maybe have put me in a vehicle that should have not been on the street, Subaru, and maybe ultimately put me in such a situation my ass is literally chappeth from start to finish. Subaru! <laughs> What the hell happened? Okay, let me take you guys back. This is an anime, but I'm pissed the fuck off, okay? So I have bought myself my dream car. As a kid, I remember we're all young. I can't wait for my soundboard to come in, by the way. I can play shit as I'm doing this. When I was a young kid, I literally saw people driving these Subarus, the WRXs, the STIs, the creme de la creme, the muscle of Japanese mechanics and automobile history, right? I would see these things and I would get so chubbed up. I'd get so excited as a kid. I was like, yo, look at this thing. I want that thing, right? So I always was just so enamored. I was so excited. And I've had the privilege when I was younger and growing up to sit in a few STIs and stuff, right? Subaru! It's the fucking brand Subaru! I'm saying the name, I'm dropping dime. I bought myself a WRX STI, right? I dropped money during COVID where nobody should buy a damn car. The chip shortage was so real. The poets who runs like a freaking company with all these computers probably couldn't even get a chip at this time. I was so bamboozled. I bought this car used, and the craziest thing is it keeps breaking down. It sucks. And I know you're sitting here saying, Senpai. 
there's a lemon law. Why are you tripping? Take care of yourself. I, you don't think I tried? <laughs> I literally got shafted. I was taken advantage of. I was left on the street shivering cold saying, why Subaru? Why? <sighs> the lesson of this, uh, kids, is just be careful where you buy a car. <laughs> I always remember this stupid thing where it's like, well, you won't get a lemon. I wouldn't have got a lemon. <laughs> I got 11, so Senpai's upset. Senpai has been stranded now for two weeks without a car. Do you know how tough it is to be without a car for multiple weeks? Senpai, why don't you rent a car? I'm not gonna pay out of my own pocket for a rental. They effed me. So a lot behind the scenes. I vented, <laughs> thank you for listening. And again, I will not drop dime on any company for doing me wrong. Subaru, step it up. <laughs> So besides that, I just got back from the beach. As you can see, I'm golden tan. I don't know if you can see, but I am sweating. I have never been in the sun that much in the recent like two years because of how busy I've been. The beach is dope, by the way. Go to the beach, have some fun. I had some fun at the beach and did something I've never done in a long time. Senpai was in the wild spitting game. Like, hold on. I know this is like life stuff right now. So I'm, gonna, I'm here to introduce all my young weeblets and weebies about the thing that's called interaction with the opposite sex, right? This, this is going to trip you out. So I've been out the game for a cool minute. I was in a long time relationship. Didn't end well. I mean, everything happened. Had a house with her, et cetera, et cetera. I've been out the game, focusing on my career, getting into entertainment, working in national radio, working in national television, to now doing the show with you guys, right? The thing that's crazy is that, and I really mean this, the thing that's crazy is, when I finally evolved, right, and I started going kind of fuller into my career and craft. Hi, everybody who's on TikTok, by the way. Come to Twitch. We're live on Twitch. The Twitch family is great. They're cracking me up as I'm looking to the side because I dropped dime when I said I wouldn't. I was in the wild, and Senpai was doing stuff he never does. I was actually trying to flirt <laughs> with people at the beach. And let's just say I was so yoked with one story. I have to tell this story because, of course, we shoot shots. A lot of made, a lot didn't make it, but... This one is gold, and I'm going to leave you guys with this before we get into the anime shibachery tonight. I walked up to this beautiful lifeguard. She was, like, cleaning up. They were closing the beach down. She's up in this little tower, like Rapunzel, and she's cleaning up the whole guard tower, right? I was like, my buddy was with me, Scoo, shout out to little Scoo. I was like, bro, hold my beer. I'm going to go spit some game. <laughs> so I walk up to the tower, and as I'm walking up to the tower, there's a lifeguard dude coming around the side with a truck, and I was like, oh, we're going to keep going this way. So I kind of keep walking because I didn't want to get like weirded out by the guy, but he keeps driving, right? So I was like, Lord Almighty, it's a sign, senpai's a go. So I walk up to the tower. She's walking out, and I was like, hey, yo. And she was like, yo, what's up? And I was like, question for you. This is off the fly. I didn't prep shit, right? Off the fly. So I was like, by the way, question for you. When you see people out in the ocean, what signs are you looking for to go save them? And she was like, oh, so she starts dropping dime. Like literally she's the tutor. I'm at like a CPR class and she's teaching me stuff, right? She's like, well, I look for if people are flailing. I look for if their legs are kicking up too much, if they're splashing a lot of water, if they're too far out and it doesn't look like they're capable of coming back in, right? Like this whole thing, I'm sitting there like, oh shit, she's really going into detail. Okay, for sure. So she's going all this and she pauses and I was like, okay, I'll make sure to do that next time I see you on duty so you can come save me. Y'all can't tell me that was not game. She literally was dumbfounded. I said that and she went like this. This is her reaction, I swear to God. She was up there and she was like, oh, please do that because I'll come save you. I was like, yo, I'm back. <laughs> we've been out the game. Coach, we've been on the bench for seven years. Put me in, coach. I'm back. I was so yoked. I was like, off the fly, no joke. I need to do this as content. Like, go talk to people and just have fun, you know? Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> so I was super pumped. Great time. Had a great time at the beach. Great people out there. Shout out to Carlsbad in California, close to San Diego. Didn't get effed up by the hurricane. We all got scared, but nothing happened. Just a little bit behind the scenes with Senpai. So now, in today's show, and in the ever-growing world of Senpai, there are so many things that happen that I think we never are too privy about, right? So let's just say... I'm going to do something that we need to start doing on this show, which is every time we start a show, I want to do with you guys something called Anime of the Week. How does that sound? Sound good? What does it mean? Like, am I literally going to start making plaques, you know, like AYSO things? We're like, is there a Jamie here? Jamie. Hi, Jamie. This is for you. Uh, You guys went one in 27 in the season, but everybody gets a trophy. Uh, I'm going to start something called anime of the week, which basically means I'm going to nominate an anime, present it to all of you and tell you exactly why I think it should be the winner of anime of the week. So for the first ever edition of anime of the week, I am honored and privileged to say it is the top, and I mean top, anime charts right now from summer 2023 anime season. What does it say is number one? None other than Jobless Reincarnation Season 2, or for the cultured family, we like to say Mushoko Tensei. This show is the first ever anime of the week. And it's almost hypocrisy. (laughs) It's kind of crazy because this also goes into a hot take I have about isekais, but forget that we're not there yet, we're here. You can call me a hypocrite then, we're here right now. I wanna shout out Jamas Reincarnation and tell you this. I am actually shocked that there have been so many people that are actively, and I mean actively, shitting on Jobless Reincarnation. I've even seen somebody with almost a million followers on TikTok. I believe his name was Nick. I don't follow a lot of people on here. I think his name was Nick. Somebody sent it to me. This guy was literally saying, I am not even going to misquote the guy. He literally basically was saying in a summed up video, if you watch this show and like this show, you're a bad person. What? The guy was literally going off a whole rant and hypocrisy saying that since this guy's like a 30-year-old something dude and gets reborn as a kid, he's like this crazy, perverted, over-the-top guy now doing these crazy things to like all of these characters, all this stuff. If you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. I don't need to bring it up to you. The fact of the matter is... It's cartoon, it's it's animation. It's literally characterizations. It is not real characters. And the point of why I like this show so much is not only is that take just stupid, it's just dumb. It's like, that's just one of those hot takes people say just to get a hot take out there. Like, I really mean that. There's a lot of good takes out there people have where they're trying to create good conversation or really bring to your perspective something unique, right? That take was just stupid. Like, I couldn't believe somebody was trying to say that because of how the anime is, You're a bad person for liking it and watching it. So what does that say about people who watch Attack on Titan? What? That's one of the most popular animes in the world. What does it say about people who like Death Note? What? I am just appalled and almost amazed that so many people can take something that is on a two-dimensional sphere, which is anime, animation, and turn it into like an actual life orientation of yourself. And it's like, bro, we're not talking about Boku no Pico. We're talking about jobless reincarnation. Like, what, what are we doing here, right? So I couldn't believe that take, but the reason why I want to shout it out as anime of the week, it did something I was not expecting. And this is not even touching on season two yet. This is specifically season one. Mushoko Tensei did something that I was not expecting. Mushoko Tensei literally changed my perspective 
on the world right now of isekais. I'm still strong behind my take of saying we need to get away from isekais for a while. It's a little too oversaturated. But the fact of the matter is, within jobless reincarnation, and especially, especially the world we're in right now with it, right? The thing that kind of just annoys me the most is that we really, as human beings, we don't know how to appreciate something when we have it, right? Like, it's always too late. We start to enjoy something when it's too far gone. We start to appreciate it when it's no longer prevalent, right? So for myself, I really thought about it, and I was like, why is it that within jobless reincarnation, we have now this set premise of understanding that we're looking for something to hate on rather than appreciating what it's done, right? Mashoko Tensei took a person who was literally outcasted from the entire world because of his terrible growing up, his world with school and everything, and turned it into a fun situation that how is it that a show that is giving you something unique and different and literally, in my perspective, is almost like a combination, if you really think about it, it's literally a combination of some of the crazy cool isekais we've had or something of comedy aspects within a show that is something that's oversaturated. So to me, it has a lot of qualities like, for example, with, um, what is it called? Konosuba. If you think about it, the same thing happens with Jobless Reincarnation with the comedy attributes of a Konosuba. I love an older-based comedy setting. The best movie I can articulate it and refer it to is freaking Shrek. Do you guys remember when we watched Shrek as kids, or at least I watched it as a kid? A lot of those jokes that are meant for the adults or the parents who take the kids or just the older audience that want to go enjoy it, it flew over our head. We had no idea what some of these jokes were, and it was so good because when you go back and watch it when you're older, it hits even harder. The same thing here is with Mishoko Tensei, with Jobs Reincarnation. Mushoko Tensei, this show is doing a level of comedy with also an attribute of a, you could say, an isekai with the action levels and animation style in a modern setting with the storytelling not being oversaturated, very well timely and placed within the new environment we're in with anime. It is a different breed of show. And if you don't like Mushoko Tensei, Mushoko Tensei, if you don't like Jarvis Reincarnation, that's fine. It's your taste. It's your style. But to me, I am somebody who has actively said it, and I'm going to keep saying it. We need a break from isekais. I'm so fed up and tired with them. I'm glad I found a show that actually made me think about watching one again. Haven't started the second season yet, but seeing that it's on the top list right now is pretty immaculate. So just had to shout it out. Shout outs to the fact that Mashoko Tensei is number one now in the top listing. That's actually pretty incredible. So shout outs to them. So now, everybody who wants to know exactly what's to come next week, well, I want to be above the rest and I want to be ahead of the crusade, you could say, because everybody who's a content creator, does podcasting, etc., they always like to start giving you a preview, right? Well, with the fall season, and I really mean this with the fall season right now, the fall season is going to be incredibly stacked. The thing that's crazy is, is that this is going to be actually crazy because there are so many shows that I think people have never heard of within this fall season. I want to dive so deep into this next week. You guys can expect me to sit down with all of you, go through most of these shows. I can't believe I keep hearing hentai right now. Going to go through most of these shows and we're literally going to break down exactly why you need to watch them because I'm just going to tell you right now, if you're cultured, you've seen this show. 
I have mad respect for you because there is a lot of shows within the world and I'm referencing right now for the podcast audience, Girlfriend, Girlfriend, season two is coming out. There's some shows that have fandom and fan service that do it right. Or one of the shows that I preach about to everybody I've ever talked to, Goblin Slayer season two is coming. Do you guys understand the hype? Is everybody understanding and as privy as I am to the future of what is coming in this fall season? Oh my effing God. This season is going to be immaculate. I can't wait. I just wanted to guys kind of show you real quickly here that there's going to be so much to talk about within this upcoming fall season. Not even to mention Attack on Titan. It's going to be a fun time. So now that we have everything out of the way, I've said my spiel about my week that has just passed, my terrible car problem, shout out Subaru, <laughs> and also letting you guys know about what to expect moving forward. I'm gonna do weebs around the world actually next week, which we haven't done in a cool minute, whereas I go back and look at actually the statistics for everybody who listens to the podcast and shout out the countries and state within the United States of who listens to the show the most to give you guys some mad love. So we will also do that next week. Now, it is time to talk about some things that most people are not privy to talk about. And what I mean by this is, I wanna do something today called Anime Hot Takes. Part two, Anime Hot Takes and Sausage. Now, within the anime world, there are so many great conversations and things people always talk about that I feel not only get neglected, I feel a lot of the time we get so confused and scared to talk about certain situations within the anime world because we're not sure how privy people will be to it, how people will react to it, what people might say about the things we think. I want to be the forefront speaker, I want to be the guy leading the brigade, and I want to be the person that goes on record saying these things so where if number one, it comes to light, if number two, everybody starts saying the same thing, or number three, it happens, I want to be there to, totally, to tell you guys we had it right first. And everybody here in the family at Anime Senpai knows what's to come and especially what to think. To start with these hot takes, I want to talk about something that I personally, months ago, was saying about this show is going to be the first live adaptation to do it right. I'm talking about One Piece. And if you do some research right now into One Piece, if you're not privy or don't know what's happening, I'll give you the quick rundown. One Piece, the end of this month, which is just a few days away, is going to release a live adaptation of One Piece. Now, there was so many mixed reviews, and I mean negative mixed reviews, when this was just even announced. People were hating on how the characters looked. People were hating on their accents. People were hating on the way that the animation style was even integrated with CGI with these real actors. People were hating on the portrayal of the trailer and how the trailer was showing certain things. People were literally hating to hate, okay? I am somebody who has actively been open and telling people as well, one Piece is not my cup of tea, right? Everybody's got a type. I'm not a shonen-based guy. I like more of a shoujo, seinen, sci-fi, uh, slice of life. There's so many more options, I think, that are more intellectually compromising. Not even to mention, like, psycho, uh, what is it called? Like, psychological animes and stuff. There's so much more out there. I understand shonens are for more of a kid base, right? So as you grow and adapt, you want more stuff. I've actively said One Piece is not the greatest anime ever made. That's not a hot take. That's not crazy to say. It's just a perspective and an opinion, right? It's one of the longest running shonens, if not the longest running shonen right now. But personally, it's not my cup of tea, right? I came out here and I actively said, and I'm going to say it again, One Piece is going to be the first anime adaptation in a live setting show that's going to capture it perfectly. Perfectly. 
Realize that One Piece is finally going to break the barrier that has never been broken before. And Netflix has been a part of that issue. Netflix has released some god-awful live adaptations. Trust me, I understand it. We all have bad taste. We all like certain things we probably shouldn't. I'm one of those, right? I was a kid who loved soup with Tabasco sauce and then peanut butter and jelly sandwiches dipped into it and eating it. I like to put freaking uh, ketchup in my mac and cheese. Like, um, There's different tastes and types for everybody. Some aren't great. You know, I get the priviness. The fact of the matter is, why is it so hard for people to not understand that this was possible. I'm literally dumbfounded and can't understand the fact that so many people were not actually on board or supportive of One Piece succeeding in a live adaptation. And you're One Piece fans. I'm not even a One Piece guy. And I came out here months ago and said, this is it. How can anybody watch the trailer and say, number one, Netflix has more money than God, so they can literally pay for anything. If there was a Netflix producer at the beach the other day when I was spitting game with that lifeguard, I would have got a fucking comedy special. I'm just saying, Netflix has so much money, you make them laugh once you get a comedy special. That's just how it works, right? They're going to sink so much money into this because anime is popular now. Anime is global. Anime is literally, what's the number one guy that streams here on Twitch? Kai, right? He literally puts in his tags, anime. Do you guys understand where we're going with anime? This is going to get even crazier. You think it's crazy now going to these conventions? Just wait to see the anime marketplace next year. Just wait. You guys think it's crazy now? Just wait. This show, and I'm going to say it again, this is going to be the first anime adaptation that does it right. Don't talk about Space Cowboys with Cowboy Bebop. They butchered it. It wasn't good. Don't talk about Dragon Ball Z. Don't talk about any of these other shows. You want to have an argument about maybe Full Metal Alchemist, which was good? This is going to be the first English kind of a one that's going to succeed. Mark my word. My hot take is, and I mean this again, this show, this live adaptation, this right here, this one piece that now people are getting a grand triumph and people are reacting to it, saying it's actually good. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be the first live adaptation that is going to be on a populist level in the public narrative on social media where everybody agrees it's a good show. Mark my words, I'm telling you right now. Sure, there will be haters to hate. There's always haters no matter where we go. This show, just expect it to be great, okay? So, that had to be my first take. It had to be because... I think a little, you know, people are getting a little too hot on stuff. You know, people are just getting a little too saucy on some stuff. A little too saucy. So that's my first hot take. Now, the thing is now here that we have to talk about, the next hot take I have for you guys, and this one's very important as well. Anime has become too mainstream. Pause. Anime is too popular, okay? I wanted to say this now before it happens. You guys think that the market of anime right now is crazy. Just wait. Just wait. For next year. Just wait for another few years. Anime is too mainstream. And what I mean by that is it's going to have a Marvel downfall. I don't know when, I don't know how long it'll take, but it is coming in probably a few years. Anime is getting too popular. We are going to get burned out on how much this stuff is now pushed in our face. Anime. And I'm not saying this is gatekeeping, almost though it sounds like it. 
anime was more pure before these big multi-billion dollar companies got involved. I really mean that. There was something authentic and there was something pure about the fact that most of these shows that we grew up in love, not a lot of people knew about. And again, it doesn't mean that we have to be the old man, get off my lawn. You know, I'm sitting here sweating my ass off because I make sure it's a hot room. I like to get passionate about this stuff. I really think that we are not understanding how crazy this snowball effect is about to be. I saw, and I talked about it, the last two years from anime conventions, especially here in LA, the Anime Expo, right? It is unstoppable and unfathomable how crazy this is growing and how many people are going, especially in a time where we're supposed to have like a pretty crazy, you know, like global virus and all this stuff, which is supposed to be coming back, right? I couldn't believe that now there are so many people going to these events, so many people now creating brands in marketplaces off of anime. I've met so many vendors. I've met so many influencers. I've met so many people at these conventions who are really not anime fans. And that's okay. Everybody can have a place in a world, right? That's what's supposed to be accepting, right? But the issue I have with that is, is that the market of supply and demand is going to increase so much. Anime is going to hit a place where it can't keep up with what's happening. They're going to start having so much money sunk into this now. They're going to make any show they possibly want, which is also a double-edged sword, right? It is a cool thing to know that we are going to get a lot of our favorite shows from our past back, right? Like, trust me, I think it's awesome. I think it's amazing to know that a lot of the shows we grew up with, like Naruto, Naruto, they're having a couple episodes come back for their anniversary, right? I think that's amazing and very stellar. The issue I have again is that this is going to top and it's going to topple and it's not going to be able to catch itself when it does. They're going to start putting out too many shows that a lot of your favorite production companies are not going to be able to focus on the shows that you're hoping they will as much and as timely as we would like them to. The money is now going to be so crazy. If you haven't seen what's happened to Pokemon now on their video game aspect on the Switch, it's an utter disaster disaster they have now been releasing these games so quickly back to back to back they are giving you incomplete games just like call of duty or any of these sports games there's a reason why most of them are going to not be releasing any day sooner here but it's crazy to me that people don't realize it's too much and so with pokemon the reason why i brought that up is i played that new sword and shield right and i was so excited about sword and shield it was the first handheld pokemon game i could dock on its port and play with a controller in my hand on a television set i started with blue and red version on a game boy that didn't even have a light in the screen so to go to a place now where pokemon is supposed to be the antithesis the craziest most intellectually built processing that we've ever had in our life right the most creme de la creme the cream of the crop i used wing attack with charizard and he whipped his tail does that make sense i know little things maybe go over a lot of people's head that was big for me the fact that the game itself has been progressively getting easier and people will say well dude it's for kids no no i get that when I was playing red and blue version, there was no such thing as the internet. You had to buy the strategy guide. And with that strategy guide, it kind of helped you understand where to go and what to do. But otherwise, you were in the dark. And I knew a lot of kids who never beat the game because it was tough. It was challenging. The Pokemon levels, the, the system of actually increasing your stats and stuff, it was different then. I know they have EV training now, etc. The point of the matter is, and what I'm trying to get to with this whole analogy here, is that 
anime is going to start getting washed out. And a lot of people are going to start getting anime kind of, you could say, burnout. A lot of these people now, they're going to have so much saturation of so much anime and so many things coming out constantly. It's going to turn you off with what you're watching. It's literally going to push you away because of so many things coming out, so many conventions, so many reboots, so much over the top, it's going to actually hurt the market. And that's why I can refer it to a Marvel-type setting. They're giving every single person who was a superhero, who slept with a superhero, who saw a superhero, their own movie franchise now. It's insane. It's insane how far this has gone. It's not getting better. It's going to just get played out. Not everybody can do what One Piece is doing. It's extremely hard to get a fandom like that. For some reason, people keep watching Fast and the Furious. God knows why, but people keep watching Fast and the Furious. The same thing is going to happen with anime, and it scares me. I did a show about this. It's one of my recent podcasts where I said the anime world's in trouble. It's still a hot take. I don't hear anybody else on any platform, anybody saying that, Anime is not going towards a good direction with the volume it's outputting itself and the volume of encompassing supply and demand. It's a scary place to be. I'm hopeful, and again, on a lot of these things that I have prediction-wise or things that I think might be coming, I hope I'm wrong. I hope you know. Like, I'm not sitting here trying to be the guy who's right on everything. I'm telling you what I see and explaining to you why it worries me, right? So I'm hopeful that anime can catch itself. I'm hopeful that the balance finds itself and people kind of slow down on the overhypeness or just jumping into it because it's something new, right? Which is understandable. When you've known about something for a long time and somebody else gets into it, you see how excited they get and it kind of brings you excitement even if you've kind of gotten a little numb to it, right? So for example, there's a reason why parents bring their kids to Disneyland. Do you know why? They love to see how excited they get. Because for a parent, they're thinking like, man, I have to spend the money, the time, got to drive, food, this and this. But then they see their kids being so consumed by this fantasy world, it makes them feel young at heart again, living through their children, right? I see that with anime, and I'm hopeful. So again, my prediction is I think anime is going to hit a weird spot here in a couple years. I think it's going to get in a weird place where, God, I hope it doesn't turn into the Marvel effect. I really hope it doesn't, but we'll see how it goes. That's just my prediction. So, thought you guys would enjoy that. Now, let's move forward with my third hot take. And now, this one, I have to say, personally, is probably one of my favorite hot takes. Attack on Titan, when it ends, part four of season four, the final season. This fall season, it's coming out. They haven't said the date, but it's coming out as a 90-minute movie. I've already said before... I think they're going to do an anime-only ending, right? I think there's something special that's coming for us on the anime side. They won't say anything. They've been very hush-hush. I love it, right? I still think there is. But my hot take here for you guys, and I really mean this one, I think when Attack on Titan finally is over and we see the completion over these 13, 12, however long it's been, over a decade of this series and this franchise, it will become the greatest anime ever made. Let that sink in. I promise you, and I really mean this, when Attack on Titan completes and you have the time to truly go back and watch it from start to finish and digest everything that happens from episode one to the final season, final part four of the final everlasting, everlasting gobstopper, that Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka must be the producer because it never ends. 
I'm telling you this, Attack on Titan is going to become the greatest anime ever made. Do you know why? I'll explain to you why. At the moment, I have seen a plethora of anime, and I'm still watching more somehow with all this time I take. I still have Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood as the greatest anime ever made, right? I've been affirmative about that. You guys have been here with me. I have said Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood from start to finish, everything in between, easily 10 out of 10 masterpiece, right? My personal favorites and top three is completely different, but the best anime I've ever seen from a critical standpoint of like Rotten Tomatoes rating, right? It's 100%. Nothing has beaten it for me yet from a pivotal standpoint of every functional uh, functionality I truly need from a show. From production, value, animation, creativity, complexity, backstory, characters, development, world growth, plot development. There's so many things and they hit everything. It was a perfect 100 out of 100 test, right? Attack on Titan, and this is a true thing. It has been spaced out over such a long time. And there have been so many other shows we have seen in between this time. And also, the amount of things that happened towards the end of Attack on Titan in the season four, between part one, two, three, and four, there has been a lot of rough patches. Like, I mean, that CGI thing that happened in the beginning with the Titans was really questionable, but they fixed it real quick, and it was still manageable because it was in one of the craziest parts of the story, right? Right before the rumbling. I personally believe, again, when this is done, and we're able to watch it from start to finish, there will be no better piece of fiction that has been animated to an anime setting, especially on a shonen kind of level of seinen, of this quality. This show is immaculate from a plethora of multitude of reasons. Do you know that Aaron Yeager is the first anime character in history to mesh and blur the line between protagonist and antagonist? Do you really know that? I said, this was years ago, when Aaron Yeager was the only character I've ever seen in my life to be on the Crunchyroll Award Ceremony for Protagonist of the Year and Antagonist of the Year. And of course, the voters and fans failed. Of course, I know anime fans, they're trolly as all F. They failed. They only gave him, I believe it was antag uh, Antagonist of the Year. I don't think they gave him Protagonist. I could be wrong, it could be the other way. The fact is, I was heartbroken that we failed on that, right? There were so many people when I did one of my first ever videos on TikTok and I said that Aaron Yeager is the first protagonist antagonist. Everybody jumps like they're just like a word sophisticated or aficionado, right? Everybody jumped at me for my throat. Well, that's not what the term protagonist means there, son. That's not how it works. A protagonist is the main character throughout the entire story. An antagonist is the and side. It's the other side. The It's the climax of the battle. It's the person that's debating, the evil force, the one who's trying to stop him. He literally was trying to stop himself. What are we not understanding here? Like, how is it that people are so defined by these terminologies and these words? Did you know selfie wasn't a word until the Kardashians started using it and doing it and taking selfies and then it turned into a word? Do you guys understand that languages are ever flowing and evolving, especially English, which is one of the newest languages ever created? Do you guys understand this? So for me, this is a show that has done something for first levels I've never seen. So sure, a show like Steins Gate has so many integrated levels and gears from the entirety of the story with um, the mad scientist, I can't believe I'm his, Karisu and Okabe, right? Within Steins Gate. I can't believe that a show like that, which is in a shorter span too, was having so much of a integrated web cycle with the effect of the timeline of the butterfly effect and the timeline itself shifting over just little changes within yourself and the world. Attack on Titan is the only one I've seen that in episode one connects to the last episode. 
There is literally a spider web with every single thing that happens in Attack on Titan. How crazy. Aaron Yeager literally did everything. Everything. The fact when you watch him and Zeke, I'm not spoiling anything too crazy if you haven't seen Attack on Titan yet. And if you haven't, what are you doing? Uh, the fact is, when Aaron Yeager is going through memories with Zeke and sees everything he does and does something with his father and all, my mind was blown. And I know there's a lot of people who want to sit there and be like, oh, Alex, it doesn't make sense. That's what, you know, it's just not making sense to me. Anime science, it just doesn't make sense. How is he able to do all this and manipulate and move? You create a world. And within a world, you create the reality. So you tell a story in a creative, imaginary, uh, imaginative way, right? Imaginary. That's what they did. And so Attack on Titan, when it completes, it's just like a reference I've used before. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, RIP. Any of the greatest, Tom Brady. When the greatest of the greatest remove themselves from our limelight, we miss them. We never forget them. Michael Jordan. Everybody still to this day, this guy hasn't played in my lifetime, basically, it feels like, is still considered the greatest player ever played and is still talked about, debated about. Attack on Titan is about to become that. Just be ready. Remember I told you when this show ends and it's going to knock the block out of people, I have a feeling it's not even going to be that controversial of an ending. I literally think when this show ends, I got to do the, the pose again, it's going to be the greatest show ever made. To date, we can debate it. We can argue it. We can go back and forth on things we like. But remember, you need to put your personal taste to the side. Because again, Attack on Titan's not even in my personal top five. I don't think. It could be how it ends. I'm waiting for it ends. I don't feel right putting a show as the greatest ever made or in a top five setting of the best animes ever made or personal until it's complete. Call me crazy. I need to see the whole thing. I can't go watch a movie, walk out halfway and tell you guys, oh, guys, welcome back to Anime Senpai. The greatest movie I've ever seen. The best horror movie is called The Ring. I watched half of it left. Didn't need to see any more. What? So you mean you don't know how it ends? You got to the climax and just considered it the best ever? Crazy, right? Just mark my words. I do really believe Attack on Titan has the ability to become the greatest anime ever made right now. I'm excited for it. I hope you guys are too. Because even if we don't agree on that topic or you guys see it differently or don't even like Attack on Titan, that's fine. But from an analytical standpoint and like critically looking at it for what it is, wow, I think they hit it out of the park. I really think they did. Okay, now, to continue, everybody welcome in. Welcome to the edition of Anime Hot Takes and Sausage Part 2. We are live on TikTok and Twitch. It's an honor to have all of you guys in here. Shout-outs to the Twitch family. We already got affiliate. It's all because of you guys. A bunch of subscribers already. You guys are amazing. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Anybody on TikTok, come to the Twitch side. You will love it. You'll feel right at home. I have to say this for my next one, and this next hot take might even be a little bit spicier, but at the same time, I think this is going to create a very fun conversation. When most people think about the big three, we hear the conversations of the most pivotal animes to define the entirety of anime that have increased the culture, that have grew it to be a national to now a worldwide brand of entertainment outsource, to now the defining pivotal notion of what so many shows look for, look upon, or try to emulate within their own creativity and product value, there's a reason why the big three exists, right? Some people have argued and said, well, why is not Dragon Ball in the big three? Why is it only Naruto, Naruto, 
Bleach, and One Piece. Well, they're all shonens. A lot of people consider shonens to be the main hub for anime, right? I can agree. I can say that shonen is by far one of the most watched genres in the entire world. That's why the big three is there. That's why it exists. Now, what if though I was to give you guys something to really think about here? So now that we have the big three, right? What if I told you I personally do not believe Shonen is even top three of best genres in all of anime. I know that's a big statement. I truly believe anime, I know we can't write the history without Shonen, but the future and what's to come, shout out to the follow on Twitch, welcome to the family. The future and what's to come, it's not Shonen. Shonen is not even in my top three of best genres in all of anime. Or what is the most important right now for the continued growth of where I told you I hope anime doesn't go. I have said, and I said it within this podcast tonight, that I believe anime is going to get into a very weird place coming up here soon. I think anime is going to get to a very scary place. And I also think it's getting too mainstream. It's going to become Marvel. Do you know how we fix that? By changing the pivotal notion of what's the most important type of genre in anime. Do you want to know what I think are the best three in all of anime? Genre-wise? I'll give them to you. Sci-fi? Seinen? Slice of Life's? Shoujo's are a strong four right there. They could even be in the top three. One of the best ones I can think of is Sailor Moon. You guys don't understand that we have been so oversaturated and completely beaten over the head with shonens. It's almost mind-numbing at this point. They have gotten to a spot now where Jujutsu Kaisen, right, which is part of the Dark Trio, which we will talk about in Hot Takes. I have a really hot take on that too. The Dark Trio within Juju, right, Jujutsu Kaisen, they don't even start the story with any depth. They just throw you into it because they know what you guys are there for now. They know you don't care. Same with Demon Slayer. Quick little story. Tanjiro and his sister getting cold. Everyone's dead. Michael Jackson moonwalking over their corpses. There's the story. Jujutsu Kaisen. Grandpa's dying. Visits him in the hospital. Eats a finger. Here's the storyline. Quick. No buildup. Nothing needed to set up. We just throw you into the action. Because again, we know why you're here. You've had a long day. You've done too much in your day. It's time to sit back, spoon feed yourself some popcorn, take your shirt off, and just shut your brain off, right? And just watch some shonen. I don't think that's good for the future of anime, and I personally don't believe it's even a top three genre anymore. I don't. We can argue this all day. We can talk about this. You guys can bring up statistics, and trust me, I can't wait till I start having guests on to start debating this stuff as well. You can bring statistics, right? And tell me One Piece is the longest running shonen of all time. Okay. Doesn't make it the greatest, just makes it the longest running. Shonen's the most watched. Literally everybody around the world is watching Naruto, it's watching either One Piece, it's watching My Hero Academia, it's watching Jujutsu Kaisen, all this stuff, right? Question though, if that's the case, why is it that the most hated shows in the world, why is it that the most talked about shows outside of One Piece, because that's its own monster, are not shonens? How many people, when Vinland Saga was coming out, with season two, was pooping on it. That's a seinen. Let's even talk about the dark trio real quick. Chainsaw Man, Hell's Paradise, and Jujutsu Kaisen. Those are technically shonens, but they're almost reaching the line of seinen, with especially the gore, violence, and type of animation style. What if 
the anime world knows as well, because look at the oversaturation we had with isekais and how we were getting beat over the damn head for the last seven, eight years with isekais. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? I truly believe this. And again, we can have this discussion and argument. I believe the big three, the big trio, it is nowhere of prevalent importance in this genre today. We have no need for a focal point of mass production of shonens anymore. We need to branch out. We need to do more. We need to start prefalizing and putting a focus of importance, and I guess you could say prioritizing, sci-fis. Horror animes. Do you know that within most lists I've looked at of the best genres in all of anime, horror animes, horror, is in the top six every single time. Do you know how iconic it would be if we started putting more of a focal point on creating good horror animes? Really think about that. So again, my hot take is quite simple, I'd say. I would just say shonens right now in 2023 are not a top three genre in anime anymore. That's okay if you want to talk about what's carrying it still for children. That's fine. I'm telling you, as somebody who is talking to more adults and who is really spending good money on this stuff and is really going to these conventions and all that stuff, it's starting to change. It's really starting to change. So remember Senpai said it first, that within a few years, maybe five, maybe six, maybe once One Piece ends and everything else, seinen's will overtake. Sci-fis, fantasies, slice of lives, which I don't know if you guys know this, some of the greatest shows I've ever seen in my life are slice of lives. Not even rom-coms, not like Toradora. Have you guys seen? I've talked about it so many times. Violet Evergarden? Bro, what? That's a Netflix exclusive? And they hit it out of the park? It doesn't even really have any light novel series or manga or anything. It's literally like nobody knew about it. I'm just telling you again, be prepared for the switch. Be prepared for what's to come. Because I'm going to tell you again, we might not agree. You might think I'm totally loopy for even saying this. That's why it's a hot take, I guess. Shonen is not going to be a top three for long. It's not even in my top three anymore. I understand personal uh, personal preference-wise, that's my own per se, you know, my own parte. But I'm telling you, from what I see, what we are doing, where we are going, it is going to change. And I'm excited for it. Mark my words. So, the next hot take, and I think you guys are really going to love this one. This is a fun one, so just let me present the case, and everybody in Twitch, I'm going to look at the comment section after this, because I've been so hyper-focused. I'm going to present you something, and I want to see how you guys take it, okay? I believe we need to boycott and ban entirely isekais for five years. Hear me out. I'm sure there's a bunch of people who probably already said, okay, let's do it. (laughs) I'm sure there's already people saying it. We're getting to a place right now where isekais are getting so heavily pushed out in front of our face, they're getting so over the top, we've went from reincarnated as a spider, reincarnated from a slime, reincarnated to a vending machine, to probably reincarnated as to, have you ever guys seen that scary movie where he's like, man, I heard he woke up dead. How you gonna wake up dead? If you're dead, you can't wake up. Well, I heard he woke up and he was dead. You know, he wasn't alive when he went, he was alive when he went to sleep and he woke up, he was dead. We're about to get to a place where I don't know what else they can do with isekais. They're literally just going to start doing everything and anything now. I was reincarnated as a smartphone. I was reincarnated as a dog poop. I was reincarnated as a pup. They're literally running out of ideas. Can we as people and anybody who supports my show, okay? Anybody who listens to me, can we just actively, besides Mashuko Tensei, we got to finish that one. I know it. I remember I told you at the beginning of the show. I know it sounds a little hypocritical. I know I'm kind of, you know, going back and forth on this, but just listen to me. Can we actively stop watching these isekais? Please, 
My hot take is we need to just ban them for five years. Let's just move them away. I've had too much. It's like the guy, like, let's say you're in college, you have roommates, everybody's eating pizza all the time. Can we just stop pizza for five weeks, maybe a month, and come back to it? I'm watching so much, seeing so much, I'm losing respect for it. That sucks to say. I literally, and I mean this, if we had this hot takes and sausage four or five years ago, isekais would have been on my top list. And look what happened to them. I would have been correct. I literally would have been correct in putting isekais next to shonens and everything five years ago. You couldn't have argued that. You could not have argued where isekais have gone, especially after just Sword Art Online and Log Horizon and all of these shows started booming out of nowhere. Can we as a community and as a fandom, can we all just sit down, just chill, and just wait on isekais for a little bit? Does that sound good? Am I tripping? Am I literally the guy who just doesn't understand? Am I maybe just the old man get off my lawn? And maybe I'm the dumb one who doesn't understand the importance of being reincarnated as a vending machine? Am I tripping? Y'all tell me. I'm like really trying to understand here. Any new isekai that comes out, we don't watch. How does that sound? We can finish the good ones. I like slime. I watched it. I, I was ride or die with Rimuru. I was the, the monster uh, freaking village and whole freaking country he started all about overlord i'm still about i'm telling you though the mass like oversaturation out we just gotta we gotta put our we gotta put a line somewhere we gotta like literally say okay here you know like we talk to our kids and the kids are like well you never set a boundary here's the boundary new isekais i'm literally chilling on i don't care how good they are i'm not watching them y'all like you cannot expect it from me that's fine i'm literally i have a prepared top 10 isekai list that i'm doing for tiktok and after i'm done with that i'm literally saying at the end of the video you will not hear me talk about isekais for a while that's my next hot take is I really believe as growing as a community and everybody who's on TikTok who came over to Twitch, I love you guys. Welcome in. I'll shout you guys at the end. When I do live podcasts, I really get in the flow and a rant here. I try to focus in. I think we need to stop isekais. Stand with me. Let's sign the petition. Let's get everybody together and let's stop it. Sound good? Cool. <laughs> okay. I have a couple more hot takes I want to touch on before we end today's podcast. We talked about briefly... The big three, right? Naruto, Bleach, One Piece. There's also a dark trio. And in the dark trio, this fly flying in my room, if I start going Kung Fu Panda in here, you know why. That thing's going to die. The other three, so we have the big three, is a dark trio, right? So we also have Chainsaw Man, Hell's Paradise, and Jujutsu Kaisen. The dark three is better than the big three. I'm sure that was a big statement. Let me let it breathe real quick, okay? Hold on. The dark trio is better than the big three. Let it marinate, okay? Hi, I know, I made a big statement. Hi, I love you, good to see you. The dark trio is better than the big three. Shonen is changing. Shonen is getting to a place where it needed something new. Guess what happened? The dark trio, Jujutsu Kaisen, Hell's Paradise, and Chainsaw Man came out and have taken the world by storm. Did you see Jujutsu Kaisen Juju? I'm just going to call Juju now to save my breath. Did you see Juju's movie? Do you know how highly rated the Juju movie is? Do you guys know how immaculate this dark series of shonen evolution has become? Mark my words, Berserk is coming back. Berserk's going to come back and get remade. And it's going to hit the shit socks out of people. And that's a seinen. We are slowly integrating now a type of shonen setting into, excuse me, seinen setting into shonens. Adding in dark fantasy, 
sci-fi, and above all else, a breath of fresh air. I don't care what anybody says. The big three is getting stale. Why do you think Bleach finally came out after so much time off? And don't get me wrong. Thousand Year Blood War is killing it. But there's a reason why Disney bought it. Did you think of that? One Piece? It's turned into a monster now. So literally Oda, Goda, can take his sweet time. He can literally make you guys wait another 10 years and you will still ride or die with the show. He's got you. So he's chilling. Then we go to Naruto. Naruto. Is Baruto really that good, Baruto? Is it really that good? I mean, let's be really realistic here. I tried watching it. It's rough. They finally did a time skip where he actually looks semi-decent now to Naruto and everything. But is it really that good? Most people even talk about Shippuden, right? Those are a part of our past. And in the evolution of today, if you ask me for who is doing it right, and in today's setting, who is going to progressively handle anime and project it into the future of creating some of the most iconic series that are going to transcend the limitations set in place for shonen animes right now? It's the Dark Trio, not the Big Three. The Big Three is going to end here soon for two of them, but they're going to bring Naruto back. Of course they have to. It's, they need to do something with Naruto. And One Piece, it's taking its time, okay? There's a reason why there's one pace. There's, there's a lot of things stretched out. I don't like this argument. People really sit here and try to tell me that One Piece doesn't stretch its material. You're tripping. You're literally tripping. There's a reason why it does so well in the manga, light novel series set, is because it's supposed to be played out for a reading setting. But for watching, for time orientation, time setting, and portrayal of the story movement, they stretch it. You can admit it or not, that's fine. We're all loyalists to a fault. I'm telling you again, the dark trio of anime is going to, and I mean this with all of my heart, it is going to change the landscape of shonen, And it is doing so much more for the world of anime today with the new fans, the new type of uh, fanatics that are coming out, the new type of people, whether it be your family members, your friends, people you meet randomly throughout the world who stumble across anime stickers, who have people introduce it to them, who are watching Netflix or Hulu or Crunchyroll or whatever, if they get a Crunchyroll, they're stumbling across these new shows. And those who are talking about the best shows and the stuff I see on social media that has some of the most incredible stuff connected to it, whether it be from a meme setting or from just an attribute of modern day animation style, it's the Dark Trio, and it is no comparison. There's a reason why Gear 5 didn't get the traction I think a lot of people thought it would. It's kind of what it is at this point. But these Dark Trios, especially when we start adding in shows like, do you guys understand and really register solo leveling? How many of you really know what solo leveling is? Can we have a conversation? Do you guys know what solo leveling could be? Do you know that it's going to be part of, in my personal opinion too, of the new setting of Shonen's coming out? Why do you think a lot of people have issues with My Hero Academia? Have you thought about it? It's kind of getting played out that setting. Why do you think they went to the Great War, the villain arc? It's time for that villain season, demon time. Everybody's talking about it. It's the transitional standpoint of growing with shows. I mean it when I say this, everybody. The Dark Trio is doing so much more for anime right now than the big three. I know that's a bold statement. I saved one of my hottest takes towards the end, and I'm sure plenty of you have a lot to say. I'm sure, but that's the beautiful part about doing these live shows for you guys, is you guys get to be in the comment section, having the conversations with each other, and also stating what you believe with what I'm saying, and able to articulate with each other. That's why this is so amazing. I know that was hot. 
We're going to go to the last hot take of the night. And I want to shout out everybody who's here tonight. Shout outs to everybody who made the time to join me. This is by far my favorite hot take that we're ending the night with. So I truly believe this with all of my heart. I am somebody who has been on statement saying this for years. And I will keep saying it. Classic animes will forever be better than modern shows. I know. We just had a pretty hot take I used with the big three to now transitioning into a statement that is really hard to fathom when you've been oversaturated with so much of the top tier animation style we have, the crazy amount of now different diverse shows, the crazy amount of genre speculation and all of these type and categories and the depth of all of them because of now the market of anime, the fandom, etc. I really mean this classic animes and we're going to go from early 2000s back are unmatched. If you asked me to give you my top 10 shows, I really mean this. Classic animes will forever be the greatest and the most iconic form of entertainment in all of anime. In a time setting when anime was not even accepted outside of Eastern culture. I mean, not even China was even pushing out animes really yet. It was really just Japan, right? When you watch some of these old shows, and I'm talking about to the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, back when Mecha was just taking off, Cyberpunk started to get a little bit of a vibe. I mean, you go to some of these shows that don't even have a genre. Like there's one, I'm forgetting the lion name. It's with the white lion. I think it's like Alex the Lion or something like that, or Astro Boy. You go back to these older, iconic, some of the most pivotal parts of anime, even to the first big anime movie of success like Akira and even Spirited Away, nothing is going to match what we had. And I mean this when I say this, this isn't the whole, well, you don't know what you got till you're, it's gone. We wouldn't be able to know it because we weren't able to be there for it. I got into anime when I was young. So I watched when I was a kid, Pokemon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, some Yu Yu Hakusho, Roroni Kenshin. I mean, I was watching some of these at that time. I didn't even know what a lot of, Sailor Moon, I watched some of it. I don't know, it was an anime. I was watching some of like Fist of the North Star. What the hell is that? Hajino no Ippo, the fighting spirit. What am I watching? And to see these shows now get so untalked about and everybody I see, whether it be from a content creation standpoint, somebody who just makes like edits within the anime world <clears throat> or even personalities, right? People who talk about this on a television setting, national setting, or just content creation like myself. Nobody really gives justice to the classic animes. And I will admit it. There's a lot of them who talk about them and say like, oh, you know, like Neon Genesis. Oh, so, you know, it's, it's so artistic. Or, you know, like they'll talk about different things about, oh, you know, like Samurai Champloo, Cowboy Bebop. What about further back? What about the shows that nobody has even watched before? Did you know that out of all of my anime shirts I have, the one that gets the most love is the Yu Yu Hakusho shirt? And half the people who tell me they love the shirt don't even know what it is. They ask me what it's from. How crazy is that? The fact of the matter is, we're getting so oversaturated, and this is a byproduct of some of my other hot takes I've had, where the anime world is in trouble, going with a lot of these things and the momentum it's moving forward, especially with a lot of different things that are happening within our own selves, a viewership of anime. I really mean this, and we're going full screen for this one because I need you guys to understand this. I understand a lot of these new modern shows are something that we can't even precedently understand. I just talked about it with the Dark Trio doing more today for anime than the big three. But keep in mind, 
When I talk about classic animes, you won't catch me talking first about the big three. You'll hear me talk about Dragon Ball more than I'll talk about Naruto, One Piece, or Bleach. I'll talk about Bleach more before those other two, too. Bleach did something different. The sword uh, fighting style they had to the death, it was just so cool to watch, right? I'm telling you, and I mean this again, just like Attack on Titan when it ends, and we're going to miss it when it's gone, I am just very, I'm filled with a lot of emotion when I think about the shows that have come before today, the shows that have made it to where I can love something like Vinland Saga or Violet Evergarden, the shows that have made such a staple with our creation of all anime that without any of us ever watching anime at that time, any of us even supporting it or even knowing what it was, if somebody's in here that's older than me, I'm just barely 30, you know, these people that have watched it since 40, 50s, you guys really know what I'm talking about. The fact that no one really gives Gundam the true love it deserves is unbelievable to me. Do you know how old Gundam is? Do you know how much Pokemon did for it on an anime setting without even going into the franchise of video gaming or kind of growing in that attribute? How about Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh is still a top three TCG with Pokemon to this day. And those are animes. I just think we don't really grasp. And Pokemon's the number one freaking franchise in the world. Like, we don't grasp that the classic anime setting is going to be something that we're going to look back at 10 years from now and really wish we appreciated it more. And that's okay, though. That's how it always goes. By human nature, our default is to never appreciate the moment while we have it. I get it. I understand it. But I really mean it, and I say this again. Classic animes, if I did a top 10 classic anime list and compared it to a top 10 modern list, I know for a fact if we did like a fighting bracket, I picked all of them, I would have more classics on my list. I just know myself. Maybe I have different taste. Maybe that's why this is a hot take, because most people will say, well, as things get better, everything gets better. Look at cars. Look at how cars are getting so futuristic now. They're electrical. Okay, just because it's electrical doesn't mean it's better. Are they built as good? Because I've seen a lot of Teslas catch fire just from water. I've never seen a Camaro catch fire from the 60s or 70s because it was a, those freaking things last forever if you took care of them. How about my Honda? My freaking 1997 Honda lasts more than this fucking Subaru did. <laughs> you know, like... I think there's something authentic about when it's done before. Number one, the public appeal is there. Number two, the mass consumption of entertainment money market is there. The mass appeal and also the supply and demand is there. There's something authentic about people who create just because they love it. Do you want to say that? I'll leave you with this for this last hot take. If you go back to any of your favorite musical artists of all time, before they got famous, before they blew up, before they became somebody, back when they're scraping for money off of doing God knows what, being waiters or working three jobs, doing all this stuff, those artists, before they make it, are way better than when they make it. Change my mind. You cannot. I don't care what you bring up. I don't care what work they've done. What is Taylor Swift doing right now? Playing her old music again. I wonder why. Sure, she's doing it her own way now to make it her own product so she can get the money for herself. She's, from like a business standpoint, she's brilliant with what she's doing. But it's her older music. When I play music and I'm in my car, I'm playing more of the stuff before they were famous. I mean, let's just go to Eminem. Have you listened to his stuff before he popped off? And a little bit when he started getting clout? You saw how passionate that guy was? Means something, doesn't it? 
I'm not saying that modern animes aren't good. Trust me, I'm not. I'm not that stupid. I'm. I'm not somebody who's going to come out here and make the stupidest statement I possibly could. I'm saying, oh, you know, One Piece is trash. Naruto is just ninjas doing blah blah blah. Thousand Leaf Village. I'm. I'm not that guy. I'm just simply saying and making an observational standpoint that from a classic animal uh, anime setting, just like classical music. I mean, look at instruments in total. Have you ever went back and listened to Beethoven stuff? and modern-day stuff. Just saying. So, again, I know there's a lot of hot takes. <laughs> I know there's a lot of things I say that probably come off a little weird, or maybe seem a little too high or over your head. I get it. I understand it. I think differently than most people. And it's not like I'm trying to say that to sound different or to be different. I'm no better than any of you. You're better than me because you're supporting me. I'm literally just doing what I love. And the fact that all of you are here, I have over 30 viewers on Twitch right now. Dude, I love every single one of you. Like, I hope you guys know, right now, the anime senpai you guys are watching is the classic anime senpai. And it gets me kind of emotional to think about it, but the fact you're here for this when I'm nobody is the classic anime scene. And when it starts, to, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get emotional here. Wow. Oh God. When we get to that place where everything grows and it's like a Kai setting, right? There's thousands of people, the chat's going crazy. You were here when it was just us. That was animating the classic stage. And so that's why I think, God, I'm getting choked up with this. Anime does something I think that's going to get lost. And uh, that's why I'm worried with where anime is going. Because I believe it's really going to lose the things that make, uh, make it authentic. That helped me in times where I didn't have a lot of friends. I got bullied when I was young. I was somebody who grew up and didn't have the most friends. I, I couldn't fit in. I didn't know who I was. But anime captured that. And it found me in a setting where it felt real, you know? So, oh man. Did not expect it to go that way, but uh, that's probably why this is so amazing and so authentic is that you guys get to see it live. So, oh man, uh, I love you guys. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get like that, but shout outs to all of you guys who tune in for the live shows. Shout out to all you guys who support the show or just watch a video or even just come into the Twitch channel just for a few minutes of your time. It means the world to me because I don't do this to get money. There's a reason why you've never heard a single ad in any of my stuff. I have over 130,000 followers now on TikTok and I've never done one ad. Do you know why? Because I don't do it for money. I do it for you. And you won't catch me doing that because that's not what this is about. This whole platform and everything I've done to this part has been to grow a brand of fandom and to show you the true authenticity of what anime is. It's a marketplace that makes everybody feel accepted. So that's why I did it. And I love you guys so, so much. Like, it's hard to explain it, you know? I feel like the English language is so limiting because we're not allowed to do everything we want. <laughs> so I love you guys. I truly do. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you for the love, all the gifts, the subs, everybody in the Twitch family. Dude, there's over 33 people. I love all of you. Thank you for all the new followers, everybody who's coming in, Chris, Chatos, Connor, everybody who's joining from the TikTok side over to Twitch. You guys are insane. Like, I love the crap out of you guys. Just remember, if you ever see me go live, expect it to be something real. So next week, you guys can expect a complete 
fall season 2023 breakdown. I'm going to be spending a meticulous amount of time getting into all of the shows that I'm excited for, what we need to watch, and why the hell some of these shows are still coming out even though they flop so hard, but then I realize they're isekais. <laughs> so there's a reason why they're still coming out. I thank you guys for being here for my hot takes. And remember, I really mean this when I say this, Anything I say is not to be malice, it's not to be out of spite, it's not to meant to hurt any of you, it's just simply me telling you guys what I see and what I love. It's unbiased. I don't listen to podcasts because I want to do my own thing. I don't watch other people's content because I want to give you my own content. I feel it's authentic to do my own thing, and for you guys to be here to experience it, I feel like that's a win for all of us. <laughs> so again, don't take anything I say personal. I mean no ill will. I say it out of fun and just the things I see from a perspective of a different side, and it's never supposed to be this. So remember this too. I'm going to leave with this, guys. A conversation is meant to get into a good discussion because of the passion and the viewpoints we have from our individualistic selves, right? Never think of it as an attack. Just because somebody doesn't agree with you on something doesn't mean you're right or they're wrong. It just means we see it differently. That's why we have a conversation. That's why I bring hot takes to your attention so we can sit here and literally break these things down to where when we kind of have a discussion, be like, you know what? I didn't agree with anything you just said, but at least you made me think about something different and you actually made me expand my own thoughts to where now I can have a better standpoint on what I believe. So thank you for that. And I'm like, bro, thank you too, man. At least we had a good talk. So I love you guys. <laughs> I appreciate you being here for another Hot Takes and Sausage Anime Edition Part 2. Everybody on the TikTok family, come join the Twitch side. The Twitch side is where it's at. It's my baby. I have so much love for the Twitch family. I'm investing so much time and effort into the Twitch following as well. I do gaming. It's on there. I mean, that's a good time for you guys. You'll have fun. And everybody on the Twitch side, shout outs to all of you. Every single one of you. I love you guys. This was so much fun. I'm very excited to talk to you guys next week. And also, hopefully I can have better things to say about Subaru because your boy is struggling on this island of being alone. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Anime Senpai, out.